Welcome to the Companion Chapel Everyday Bible Study Broadcast. My name is Mike, coming to you from the Great Lakes area of beautiful Ontario, Canada, on this gorgeous Monday, February 13th, 2023. Now, we've been going over the seals, trumps, vials, and now I'm going over where they're written other places in the Bible, and today we're going to Luke chapter 21, so you don't want to miss it. Now, f- please first consider your part in the many-membered body of Christ. The Companion Chapel is a registered nonprofit ministry. It's just me out here all by myself, and I have something for you here. I bought a whole bunch of these, and they're infinity crosses, and I'll send you one of these for a $10 bill. If you go to companionchapel.com and help this registered nonprofit ministry help glorify, magnify, and broadcast God's saving word, please leave details either in an email or just make it easy for me of your address so I can send you this out. It's a beautiful cross. You put this on the mirror of your pickup truck, or you put it with your favorite things, or you give it to your girl, and she's just going to love it, and it's just the greatest thing. The most powerful symbol on planet Earth, this represents Lord Jesus Christ, the most selfless act of love and compassion beyond our present comprehension. Right there, he took the lowest earthly position for us so he could say these words, Satan, you got nothing on me. And it gave him the universal right to set up a place of peace beyond our present comprehension that will not accommodate evil. And that's for you, and that's for all of us, and that's what that symbol means, and that's just the most powerful symbol on planet Earth. Now, please think about this. It's a chaotic world out there right now, and four horsemen are racing across the global stage, seals, trumps, and vials today. As we watch these events playing out before our eyes today, We find ourselves in the unique and potentially advantageous position of being able to observe history in real time. The stakes are high as your salvation from evil, your eternal soul, hangs in the balance. Watch to the end as we delve into the details of these four horsemen which have culminated into the fifth seal trump and vial that we're walking through right today and the dramatic effects they are having on our world today. And the greatest thing about this, what I just read... AI wrote that for me. And it's an AI program that I paid for, which I couldn't afford, but I did anyway. Even AI knows what the four horsemen are. They know the truth for now until somebody programs it in there. But I just, that blew me away that AI identified corporate greed and other things in other AIs. When I said generate again, they talked about corporate greed and they talked about political warfare it just it was overwhelming i had to sit back and take a break because i only put in a couple key words and it it generated that but let's go to luke chapter 21 and here's jesus christ we're going over the seals trumps and vials again this is the easiest thing because the seals trumps and vials are written in matthew 24 mark 13 luke 21 takes a more abstract view of it the book of daniel obviously and throughout the bible And the book of Isaiah is another one where it's just thought for thought. So let's go to Luke chapter 21. And he looked up, our Lord Jesus Christ, and he saw a rich man casting their gifts into the treasury. And he saw also a poor widow casting in thither two mites. And he said, of truth, I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast in more than any of them all. She trusted God 100% with her heart, faith in God. For all these have given out of their abundance, so they give from their excess and cast into the offerings of God. But she only only a couple pennies on her, and hath all that she hath, all her living she put in there. Unwavering faith. What a great lesson we're talking about 
You know, yesterday, I get emotional when I think about people starving to death on planet Earth. And when I follow the World Economic Forum and I follow the access of evil, the world political system, which basically is Washington, D.C., they're changing the course of nature. And and then the New York Stock Exchange, which is, yeah, you get emotional about it. You know, it's bittersweet, as it's written in the Bible when they said, Johnny, eat this book up. And when it says, eat the little book, that word little book is Bible in the Greek, or Biblion, and it's bittersweet. When you first get the salvation message, you go, okay, great, we have a way out of rich white man's construct. The four horsemen, the same thing. Satan's four hidden dynasties, which some great commentators say, Satan's four hidden dynasties, I say they're not so hidden. Satan's greatest trick is to fool the whole world into thinking that he does not exist. Now back into talking about these people, BlackRock, and we're talking about money and rich men giving out of their excess and they will never want to infringe on their extravagant lifestyles. We're talking about the overfed, the unconcerned, living in overheated and air-conditioned houses while other members of the human family and we're all part of the human family. God wants his children back. They can only be redeemed through our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're oppressing other people. And these people call themselves capitalist stewards. That's our job. This is from Larry Fink's letter, BlackRock, out of the New York Stock Exchange area, the money people. And this is what he says. Now, I know I messed this up yesterday because I get really emotional about it. But he says capital money is not your right it's a privilege in other words the basic necessities of life is not a right anymore and we can see that playing out on the world stage when you see somebody dying from starvation when there's 400 trillion dollars worth of assets on planet earth that's what larry fink said in this letter total global financial assets 400 trillion and there's people south sudan kenya you know the area somalia one person dying every 48 seconds from starvation. This is inexcusable. There is absolute absence of humanity in these rich people's hearts. They just don't care. And what does he say in his letter? The pursuit of profit. All's fair in business. Child labor, labor exploitation, starving people out, destroying the environment. And they actually have the jam to call themselves environmental capitalists. It was like the life-changing moment for me when I had a lucrative job and now I live in grinding poverty, but that's fine because I'm rich. The Bible says so and I believe it and I feel it. Now, I hope not to get off subject here. The pursuit of profit, life-changing moment. That's what I was saying. When I was sitting in a bank one day with my accountant, went in with, uh, I owned a company, Masonry, and when that banker said to me, it's time for you to expand your company from seven employees to 14. Yep, I got all the contracts. I got all the paperwork. I walk in with my accountant. I got all my books all open. And she said, okay, now we're going to give you a line of credit, and we're going we're, we're gonna to have you invest your money. And I was like, invest in what? And then finally, it got a little bit heated. We invest in anything as long as there's a return. That was it. That was a kick in the gut for me. And I still feel it. These people have a total absence of humanity in them. They just do not care. They're so selfish and have a total disregard 
for the most selfless act of love and compassion of our Lord Jesus Christ. Took the lowest earthly position for us. I didn't think I was going to get all choked up about that, but that just sucked. And I was out of there, man. I just skated. And so now, if you want to see what poverty looks like, as you can see, if you can see the kitchen back there, there's no running water. And there's my furnace. And who helped me with the chimney? Atheist people. Aren't they just sometimes the greatest people? You know they want to hear the truth. And But back here, look how rich this is. We have 77 acres of land back there. And that's Bosley over there. Big giant Rottweiler. And that's my jiu-jitsu training doll. And that's what grinding poverty looks like. But I'm rich because I got the love of Christ in my heart. I pray for the whole human family. And I pray for Larry Fink. I pray for all these people. I pray for that banker. And I pray for everybody. The whole human family. That they come to repentance. We don't want to see anybody go to the hell side. God wants his children back. And that's why he will not wrap up the affairs of time. On this flesh age. On these rich men. Until... He determines, okay, they've had enough time. Everybody's had a chance to come to repentance. And those who have been forced into grinding poverty, for example, and you can invest your money into this green energy, and you're investing right in child labor over here in the Congo, where they give, the, where they give children $1 a day so that the richest man on planet Earth, and you know who he is, the Tesla guy, can build his electric cars. They're working in the mines for cobalt. With They go to work. Can you imagine this? Being 8 years old, 10 years old, 12 years old, whatever. Going to work, no lunchbox, no hard hat. It's just brutal. And a pair of flip-flops. And the reason that it's forced labor is because if you don't go do that, you don't get your $1 bowl of soup every day. It's just crazy. And anyways, after this, And some spake of the temple, and how it was adorned with goodly stones and gifts. We're in Luke chapter 21. So they're saying, look at this stone masonry, Jesus Christ. Look at this place. Look at this temple. And as for these things, Jesus Christ talking which he beheld the days will not come in which there shall not be one stone left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So, so I just asked the mainstream Christians that I'm upset today because I got reported again on YouTube. I've been, I've been reported again off of Quora, which I've answered over 500 questions on. And those are blog type answers, Bible questions. Like, if Christian people, if you don't like me, for example, on YouTube, there's 800 million videos on YouTube. Just go play somewhere else. Why do you take the time to report me when I'm only, when all I'm doing is teaching the Bible from the manuscripts through the lexicons? It's not my interpretation. It's a fixed interpretation. So if you want to believe in something else, then that's fine. But somebody reported me on Quora. So now every, everything I do, get lucky to get five, six views on it. But I'll, I'll just keep up and I'll just keep fighting for the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's a drag. Just like if you don't want to upvote, 
That's fine, but don't bother downvoting because it throws the person to the bottom of the algorithms. And when somebody reported me that I'm, I'm, I'm spreading misinformation, and all I'm doing is teaching the Bible, then you're killing the truth, and that's slander. Because if you really wanted to report me, you would write me an email and say, "I'm part of the, I love Lord Jesus Christ too." I know you do too. Now here's where I would like you to consider. I would suggest to you that you read these verses and then here's the interpretation thereof. And I would be happy to write back and if I'm staying corrected, I stand corrected. I pray for you. But when you just go behind my back and report me, you kill the videos, you kill God's word being glorified, magnified and broadcast out there. And that's and that's really unfortunate. And you should think about your actions, what you do, before you do them. If you can document where I'm wrong, then you have you have the moral oblig obligation to help me understand this Bible, because I put my eternal soul on the line to teach this Bible to you. And we'll just leave that at that. But here's here's one thing that I want to talk about. Jesus Christ said, "Not one stone." will be upon another. That's sand. Okay, so this prophecy has not come to pass yet, but a lot of Christians say, no, that happened in AD 70. Well, I'll just have you, Christian people, who I love, just take a walk through Jerusalem. There's still walls there, man. That's one stone upon another. All God's prophecies occur and develop in partial and preliminary happenings before they become fulfilled and permanent. Why is that? Because... Human beings learn by example. And that was an example. Okay, Jesus Christ is going to come cleanse the temple. And he's going to destroy the old temple and bring in a new temple. And eventually a new Jerusalem coming down out of the sky as it's written. In uh, Revelation at the end. Last couple chapters called New Jerusalem. Why is that New Jerusalem? While well, we go to the etymology of the word, it means a place of peace beyond our present comprehension. It means a place of safety, a place of completeness, a place where people aren't pointing fingers and doing things behind other people's backs. They come to an understanding of each other. We talk about things, we think about things, we come to an understanding, we have compassion. And that's what heaven's like. It's no spite, no guile, no malice, no corruption. There's no finger pointing. There's no getting angry at other people. We talk about things. We work together. We work together as a human family so that Jesus Christ can present us, present us as a virgin bride that spiritually we have no corruption inside of us so we can get back to being with our Father, Yahweh, and get on with the eternity as it's written in Psalms chapter 90 in the circuits of time and God's running a circuit of time right now and we're in this flesh age verse 7 and they asked him saying master he's your teacher your master your rabbi your wonderful counselor he's wisdom personified ask the Lord Jesus Christ how do you ask him open the book and let it speak for itself he is the living word but when shall these things be and what sign Will it be when these things shall come to pass? Watch this. Jesus Christ is about to tell us. So, when are these things going to happen? Did he say, uh, it's about 80-30 right now, and 40 years, 80-70, a little tin horn general named Titus is going to come bang down some of the walls. and, and uh, No, he's going to tell us. Okay, The prophecy hasn't come to pass yet, or it will be sand. And he said, take heed that 
you be not deceived. Let no man deceive you. Take heed. Warning. That's what take heed means. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and the time draweth near. Go ye not there after them. Deception. Okay, first this started at the pulpit. Now don't forget, that was Satan's death sentence. Hey, you defiled the sanctuary. And that translates today, and you defiled the seminaries. And that's why we see these church systems. I got a message from a one of the biggest churches, university churches in the United States, like we're talking major, and said, there's nothing on planet Earth that's more than 6,000 years old. You're interpreting the first page of the Bible incorrectly. And I was just like, there's nothing over 6,000 years old. Okay, me and you are, gonna go, are going to go to a museum someday, and I'm going to kneecap you with a dinosaur bone. And while you're hopping around, uh, try and tell me that's not more than 6,000 years old. Okay? Maybe I won't need physically assault somebody, but I'm just saying. It's really sad, and we pray for those walking in darkness. This earth is billions of years old. That's the first verse of your Bible. Now, take heed. Don't let people deceive you. Now, that's from the pulpit, but who is, what does this mean? I am Christ. It doesn't mean the drunk guy down at the liquor store that thinks he's Jesus Christ at all. It means anybody who wants to take the position of a religious authority. And this is how this goes with the first seal and Trump. Now remember the seals detail the actions. Or the seals reveal the details of the source of the tribulations. And the Trumps reveal the details of the actions of the tribulations. They run concurrent. And of course the vials are the resulting effects. And talking about horse in the first seal, that's an expressive, revealing, energetic power that is, that is able to move around, a mobile power. Do not be deceived by people trying to put themselves using power as a religious authority. And atheists will say to me, oh, we don't believe in God. They mock me. They laugh at me. That's fine. They say, where's your God now? You're living 40% below the poverty line. Where's your God now? I'm saying, where's your God? I'm saying, we're not religious. I say, religion just means careful follower of one's beliefs. I have everything I need. Jesus Christ gives everything I need. What's your metric for standard of living? What's your metric for poverty? Because I get two meals a day and that's good enough for me. And I'm warm enough. Like, what more could you ask for? What more do I deserve? I don't even deserve that. And God allowed me 77 acres of land, which I'm trying to keep the uh, mainstream or industrial farming away, but I have to pay my taxes too. So I have to rent out a little bit of it. And it makes me sick when I see the chemical fertilizers going on this land. But I'm kicking them off this year. I have faith in God. There's going to be a companion chapel homesteading community here. We're going to have an independent food system. And what are the rules? People email me. Here's the rules right here. Written in the councils of eternity. And just so people know, you wouldn't believe some of the emails I get. I just, my one thing that I hate most, I just absolutely, it boils me up and it's the thing I hate most. Sexual perverts. Just inexcusable moral conduct. Morals is the benchmark for human values and human virtue. And when people make suggestive comments to me out here, like it's going to become some kind of cult based on uh, lewd sexual conduct, 
I tee off on them and I'm not holding back on that. Inexcusable. That will never happen here. And I think that's why maybe the Lord Jesus Christ allowed this property to be put in my name. And yeah, I struggle to pay the taxes, but uh, we're going to have an independent food system here, a big garden. Do not be deceived. Don't let people become your religious authority. You can't trust man. Jesus Christ said he is the living word in Jeremiah chapter 17, 5. Those that trust in man are cursed. God is your religious authority. That's why there's a bow in the first seal. And the bow in, in the Greek means toxic. And that bow forms a phrase itself. Has a bow. This deception, this religious authority, do not be deceived, has a bow. It's toxic. It forms a phrase on its own. Has a bow. It's ecotoxin. It means written here in this grammatical context is a figurative word meaning to have possession of the mind by alarming and agitating emotions. And that's what happens with mankind's religious authority outside of God's word. And we can see it. It just leads to confusion, constant consternation. It leads to disorder, distrust, pandemonium. Who is your religious authority? And people make these things their religious authority. Money, political systems. Mankind has a 100% failure rate at governing themselves. Obviously, the billionaires on planet Earth control the money, and they're depending on the richest 1%. That's anyone that makes over $50,000 American. You're the richest 1% in the world. Everyone else lives in grinding poverty. They support the billionaires of planet Earth, and look what happens to the money. We just read that. BlackRock controls 40 to $70 trillion worth of the money. And don't make the education system. That's media, and that's, that's mainstream media. Your information. Remember what we talked about, information, entropy, information, theories. You have an average level of information that comes into your psyche. Be careful. Your psyche is your spirit, the intellect of your soul. And if you allow it to be corrupted, Jesus Christ won't accept it. So first thing is deception. And there you have it, Matthew, Luke, Luke 21, deception. That's the first seal, trump, and vial. And he said, take heed. Be not deceived. Don't be deceived. You shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. Be not terrified. For these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Okay, so wars and rumors of wars. As long as, uh, let's just go since World War II. And since World War II, there's been an American military industrial complex. Now, it's not the American people. I'm not trashing the American people. It's, it's, you have, it's the political leaders that have created this. And it doesn't matter if it's Democrats or Republicans in office. There's a central enemy. And it's based on money and greed. And they use the political system the way they want. And the central enemy entails the New York Stock Exchange, money, BlackRock, and other major investments, J.P. Morgan, etc. And the American military industrial complex. They're merchants of death. I, I, I like to ask these people who make their bosses or their employers their religious authority. And that's been a thing that I've been reading about in entropy information theory, which is bound by the laws of thermodynamics. I said, I want to ask you something and just be honest with yourself. I'm not trying to blow anybody out of the water, but when you pack your lunchbox in the morning and you go to Lockheed Martin, you go to Boeing or you go to Raytheon or Northrop Grumman and you're sitting there and you're either an engineer or you're an architect of one of these bombs, missiles, whatever you want to call them, 
or you're a, a technician and you actually got the wrench on there and you're wiring it up how do you sleep at night knowing that what you're what you're doing is going to kill or maim human beings children mama's just just sitting in there you know and a bomb just comes blasting somewhere within a couple miles of their house and then it's lights or they're maimed like how do you sleep at night and you know how they sleep at night? Because this, the information system uses the political system to drum up patriotism. And then they use censorship and lies. It, it's true. American officials lie about everything. Since World War 